welcome to the Lavesh Pale Show. My name is Lavesh, and I believe that I am your host. Or is Njabula your host? That's probably something that may become a problem, seeing as though I'm supposed to be your host. Well, to aid in my quest to discuss Formula One, Njabula is joining me on this episode to talk about some more Formula One news that I may have come across. Welcome, Njabula, to the Lavesh Pale Show. Thank you for the warm welcome. My name is Jabulo, an avid F1 fan since for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I read the other day that Total Wolf believes that Mercedes has a chance to challenge Red Bull this season. That comes after revealing that their W15 is going to have almost all aspects changed on the car. Now, I know they managed to pull second place in the constructors last season. But I mean, they were still a massive 451 points behind the Red Bull team. So, yes. what do you think about the situation? Do you think Mercedes stands a chance? Um, I think F1 is very unpredictable. But in terms of all these technical regulations and all of that, um, history has shown us. Remember with the turbo hybrid era, it started in 2014. Mercedes smashed it from the beginning until literally the end which was at the end of 2021. And Red Bull were always playing second fiddle to them. They may have come close, yes, in 2021, but I don't think Mercedes will beat Red Bull until at least 2026. The reason for this is you, they started off on the back foot because if you remember in 2022, they came up with this concept of no side pods and all of that, thinking it'll work. So now Red Bull have had a very good call for two straight years. There's no reason why they shouldn't smash everyone again this year. And Merck essentially are starting their concept from scratch. I mean, I so I, I'm not confident. Yeah, I, I think maybe a team that was promising, maybe McLaren has something up their sleeve. But with Mercedes, they'll still be up there. I agree. But only because Ferrari are screw-ups. <laughs> Because if you look at 2022, the first six months was Ferrari or Red Bull. Somehow Ferrari lost the plots and the Mercedes benefited from that. And even last year, that's why they finished in that position, you know. So no, Mercedes won't beat Red Bull for this year. That's my prediction. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, you know, especially with Ferrari, I always had a running joke. So I'm more a neutral on the sport. I don't necessarily support the team. So my running joke, everybody that asked me, okay, who do you support? It was like Ferrari, just because they keep on crashing. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, while we're on the topic of Mercedes, I see that technical yes. director James Allison signed an extension to his contract. Now, yes, since yes. he joined the team, they've had four driver titles and five constructors championships before he got promoted to chief technical officer. Moving back into the role of technical director last here in April, and with the changes that are coming to the W15, do you think this extension would benefit the team? Um, if you look at the dominance since 2010, only Red Bull and Mercedes have won the championship. The reason for this is consistency. Um, I think Christian Horner has been team principal since 2005, if I'm not mistaken, when Red Bull actually entered the sport. Toto has been team principal since 2013. Every other team has, has the team principal is there either for a year or two years, you know. So I think the consistency will help them maintain 
their current trajectory. But I don't think, like I said earlier, it's a recipe for success. Um, look at Red Bull as well. You know, Red Bull dominated for like four years with Sebastian Vettel. They were beating everyone. Adrian knew he was there. The seven years when Merck won the Constructors' Championship, Adrian knew he was still at Red Bull, but they still couldn't win. So James Allison, I, I, like I said, in F1, things change over a long period of time. So I say they'll finish second or third, depending on what the other teams do. But I admire their consistency. They'll stay a top team for the foreseeable future. That's my opinion. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Now, while we're yeah. talking about this, you know, contract extensions and things like that, um, how do you feel about Audi coming in in 2026? Um, remember, F1 works hand-in-hand hand with the motor industry, you know? Look at, in instances, with Red Bull. Red Bull did the Aston Martin Valkyrie, the car. Aston, uh, sorry, Red Bull is going to do a road car. I don't know if you heard about that, like a sports car. I Soon, didn't. You know? So... Yeah, yeah, no, they're gonna do a car. I think maybe that's something we can speak about maybe later at some point. Um, so to get an actual car manufacturer back into the sport, you know, I think F1 should have be dominated by car companies because you look at it now, how many car companies are in F1 right now in the 10 teams? I think I can only count Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, what else? I think that's it, you know. If you want to count an engine, then you can count Honda. But, uh, you know, but, yeah, but, but it's not saying. a works team. It's, it's, it's not a team, yeah. you know. So let it be representative of that. Because I see Audi's coming back um, with Ford also coming in, but only supplying engines to Red Bull. It, it'll grow the sports in the sense that it will be more commercially viable. So I'm happy with what Audi have done. Um, big thing that Audi did was take uh, Andreas Seidel, the team principal at McLaren. It shows their intention to grow the sport and to be successful. So I think it will be it can only be good for the sport. Definitely. Yeah, so I'm happy that Audi is joining them. Yeah. Um, I always told everyone as well, the first team that I'm going to actually support is probably going to be Audi, just because I love their cars. <laughs> Uh, I'm not, not a fan of Audi's, but <laughs> that's another <laughs> conversation for another day. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Okay, now, moving on to Haas now. With Gunter Steiner yeah. no longer being part of the team. Now, let's be honest here. Gene Haas said the reason he didn't want to renew Steiner's contract was due to performance. But in all reality, most people feel it's probably because Steiner gained a lot of traction and popularity for himself after the Drive to Survive series. And, well, as far as I can see, it was most likely jealousy from Gene that caused this. Then we have Steiner's replacement, Japanese engineer Ayo Komatsu. According to Komatsu, who has been with the team since its inception in 2016, the team will look at getting a chief operating officer to work alongside him during his tenure as principal, so he doesn't need to focus on marketing and now, I don't know if that's going to work so great for the team, but it might actually be more beneficial splitting the role and having the principal focusing more on the actual racing concept. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I think costs is a disaster waiting to happen. 
Um, we've seen in the past, if you don't invest in F1, F1 is a money sport, unfortunately, you know, it's look at, look at how many talented drivers are in F2 who can't get through because of money. So you need to spend to be successful in F1. Gene has not been investing. He refuses to invest more money into the team. I foresee um, Andretti buying Haas, you know, because he can't come in and there's 11 team at the, at the moment. Um, changing the team principles, the Gunter Steiner issue. I saw a rumor somewhere on Twitter. I'm not sure if it's true. It's alleged that Gunter wanted shares in a company, given at how popular Haas is because of him, you know, and the lack of investment as well. So the jealousy angle, there must be some truth to it. In my opinion, Big mistake letting go of Gunter Steiner. Because with the little that he has, he has made some medicals with Haas, but eventually they'll finish last again this year and the next year. Nothing is going to improve. They'll only keep getting worse. That's my opinion. Unless Gene invests or sells the team. You know, I say the same thing with like uh, Premier League teams and that, you know, sorry, I had to jump to soccer there quickly. Um, It's the same thing like with Manchester United, for example. They are forever changing their managers and that they don't give the guys more than five years. But if you take Liverpool, for example, now I'm a big Liverpool fan, right? I'm diehard Liverpool. So if you look at Liverpool, for example, they gave Klopp a um, a few years and then the team started performing. I mean, look at their current performance now. They're in the semifinals of the Carabao Cup. They won their first leg of that. They're going to the second leg now. Um... If I'm not mistaken, I think that's today or tomorrow. Um, yeah, and you look at that. You need to give the guys some time. You can't expect a miracle overnight. Yes, it, it comes back to the points I was making with team principles as well, that only Toto and Christian have been there at the helm. Look at a team like Ferrari. Ferrari, arguably the most successful team in, in Formula One, you know? Just the name Ferrari, you know, is a synonymous with F1. But the constant chopping and changing doesn't help. Because if you look in the last 10 years, uh, who was that guy? Uh, Arriva Bene. He was there when Seb and Kimi were still driving for the team, you know? He yeah. essentially, it may be controversial, my comment, but I say Sebastian Vettel got Arriva Bene fired because he, was, he fucked up. Excuse the language. You fucked up and co- <laughs> and you cost Ferrari the championship. Because if you remember the 2018 season, Sebastian Vettel, if it wasn't for the mistakes, especially in his home race in Germany, Ferrari would have won the championship. He would have kept his job. They brought in Mattia Binotto. Already, there was a shaky foundation. There was nothing he could do. They brought in Fred Vasur now. He won't change anything. It's what you're saying with consistency. Even with Red Bull. Horner stayed when Mercedes was smashing it for seven or eight years. There was never talks of, oh, no, let's fire Hona or anything, you know? So the consistency is very important. And if you're going to keep chopping and changing, a good example is United as well, you know? Look at the players as well. You sign a player, they don't perform for like two months, three months. We're already dis- discrediting them and saying, oh, no, there's a panic buy and all of that. You find teams like, look at a Liverpool, for instance, your team, Liverpool, you know? Look at a guy like Luis Diaz. Found him literally from nowhere. You gave him a chance. He's shining, you know? Look at Klopp. How long is Klopp and Guardiola at Man City? Apart from Klopp and Guardiola, can you name any other manager who's been at the helm for five years in England? No, that's true. 
That's true. It's it's very and... difficult to find cases where they do that. I mean, Agreed. United yeah. should be one team. You see where I think United's problem comes in is that they're trying to replicate uh, Sir Alex Ferguson too quickly. I mean, with Agreed. him, he's a typical example. They gave him five years. And only after that five years, he managed to get the team to where they were. And then they started growing from there. Now, if yes, you don't give the guy a chance with Formula One, Premier League, anything like that, it's not going to work. It really isn't. I mean, you can't expect something to happen overnight. If you do, you're living in a dream world. Agreed, agreed. And, do you know, the United issue, I think has essentially, in terms of their owners, it's the same as, as United. You'd rather be taking money out of the club instead of investing in it, you know? The club won't grow. How will the club grow? How will Haas grow? Um, remember even last year, um, that pit window of theirs, it was so small. It was like a shack, Haas, because they had to cut costs. It's such small things. Like, how do you expect the car to be quicker if you're not going to put any money? And I see, I saw Gene Haas making comments that they'll be relying heavily on Ferrari. They want a similar relationship with Ferrari, the same that Alpha Tari or whatever they'll be called this year. What is it? I think it's Racing Bulls. Racing Bulls and, and Red uh, Bull, you know. It's not yet confirmed. But yeah, it's not confirmed. Yeah, so let, yeah, let's refer to them as Alpha Tari just, just for now. It'll change. Yeah. Um, what I saw is Alpha Tari will be taking some components from last year's Red Bull. You know, so Haas is looking for a similar type of relationship from Ferrari. It's not going to work out. Ferrari is not going to give them their parts, you know? No. Unlike Red Bull, Red Bull, Alpha Tari is their team, you know? So I don't understand why Gene Haas doesn't want to invest. That's why I'm saying I don't think he'll make it even to 2026. He'll sell to under 30. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think 2026, we're going to see quite a number of changes, eh? I really do. Got it. Um, Correct. Now, if we look at, um, let's look at the teams. I mean, the, the drivers are the exact same as last year. It's the first time in history that we've had this. Now, I don't know if that's a good move or if it's a bad move. Um, I know a lot of contracts and things are expiring next year and whatever, but, yeah. you know, no changes. It's especially with certain teams' performances in that last season. I think there should have been some changes. I'm not too yeah. sure about you, though. Um, I think... I think it would be easier. Let's start by the teams, okay? Um, Red Bull, I, I shouldn't change anything there, really. Perez has that experience. I think he'll come right this year. He'll be more consistent, but he won't beat Max. Max is there till 2028. No one's complaining about him. Mercedes is fine with the drivers. No one's complaining. George and Hamilton are a good combination. Ferrari as well. In, in my opinion, Ferrari and McLaren have the best driver pairings. Because you have two guys who are the same age with so much potential, you know? Those teams are never going to change anything. Um, team that should have changed something, in my opinion, is Alpha, Alpha Romeo or what, what is it? They kick Sauber now. Or Steak. Yes. Whatever. Yes. You remember their long name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe is uh, only there. He's a pay driver. I think that's the only reason why he's there. He's never, never. I can't remember a race where I said, oh, no, wow, Joe, what a brilliant race, you know? Yeah. It's a pay driver, so they could have changed them. Bottas, keep him. It's that experience, you know? I'm okay with Bottas. Uh, Williams, I don't know how Sergeant kept the seat. 
Like, I don't know how Sergeant kept the seat. You have, you could have taken Liam Lawson from Alpha Tower. He did a, such a superb job. He outscored Yuki in how many races that he raced, or almost outscored Yuki in a few races, you know? I think, again, it's that P driver thingy. Sergeant and Joe should have left it, in my opinion. The other teams uh, keep the drivers, but I, I feel there should have been changes. And there's a lot of talent in F2. There's a lot of talent in F2. Unfortunately, like I said, F1 is a money sport, so it all comes down to money, you know? But yeah. um, what, what excites me, what excites me for next year is, I think, how many drivers? Uh, I think 15 or 40 drivers have their contracts running, ending this year. So uh, yeah. this year's city season will be very interesting, you know. Um, yeah, no doubt. I'll be yeah, I'll be a bit biased. I'm I'm a Red Bull fan, so I'm hoping Red Bull get Lando next year, Max and Lando in the team. It'll be difficult, but that's my hope. And remember, both Ferraris, the drivers, their contracts are running out as well. So there's that to consider as well. So it's gonna be interesting this city season for this year. But I agree with you. There should have been those two changes that I mentioned for this year. But anything can happen, you know. They can do a Red Bull and fire driver mid-season. Who knows? Yeah, let's see what happens. Okay, well, yeah. Njibulo, thank you so much for joining us today on the Lavesh Pillay Show. Nope. And everyone, thank you for listening. My name is Lavesh Pillay. I am your host. And that is it for today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share.